Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey everyone, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, Reunited, your away team is moving on through the second half of season two. It's getting better, though. Pulaski's days are numbered. Yay! (laughs) With Times Squared, season two, episode 13, and The Icarus Factor, season two, episode 14. Times Squared, the Paramount Plus description is as follows. The USS Enterprise discovers a Federation shuttle containing an exact double of Captain Picard from six hours in the future. Yep. Also, Riker makes some eggs. Yeah. That was that was actually my favorite scene. It was just them <laughs> hanging out. In the very beginning, I can't remember who it is, but somebody walks through and Riker's like, hey, how's it going? And then Pulaski walks through and it's dead silent. <laughs> and then somebody else walks through and he's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yes. Didn't yeah. the, that the like, scene where the door shut the door shuts yes. and the Pulaski has to like yeah. bring He has to there. zip in through the door. And then Warp oh. is like, I'm here too. And he's like, Warp, my good friend. My broski. Got plot, motherfucker. You You're like, like oh, eggs? My- I'm making you eggs. Doctor's here too for some reason. Yeah. And like, yeah, the ship doesn't even like Pulaski. It was like, oh, this bitch is coming. Shut the door. Yes. <laughs> you know what would be really funny? <laughs> so, no Pulaskis. The egg. I could have a whole essay just about that egg scene. I really could. Like, Please. There's so many different things. That's, that, like... that's the thing to focus on in the episode. Please <laughs> well, keep like, talking. Like, even later throughout the episode when it starts to really, like, the, the mystery mm-hmm. kind of starts really going, I was like, is this a bad trip because those eggs were bad? Oh. <laughs> like, that's like, literally, like, I was just like, I think this is a bad head trip. Because, and I was like, but they, did they feed the captain? Because why is he on eating yeah. those eggs, too? No, um, he's fucking with him. He, he, knows, he knows they're to the boss. And he's like, you know what would be so funny? And he runs down to the shuttle bay. <laughs> yeah, he, he sends it down to the shuttle bay. And he has to, like... <laughs> Brian, shut up. <laughs> I was like, I am in on it. I saw those smelly ass eggs. I saw them. Be like, look how slow they're moving. We've got time. But Worf loves those eggs. And I just like, I was like, oh, I wonder if like Riker picked up a few like Klingon cooking tips when he was serving on the Klingon ship. I oh. actually kind of wonder, because you get, you get to watch him make it. And I'm like, okay, that's actually the right preparation. My guess is that, like, the eggs were, like, it was specifically the eggs were nasty. Yeah. Right. And so now I'm just sort of like, does Klingon food tend towards sour and sulfuric? Which yes. Which is, like, when eggs go bad, that's how they go. And I'm like, oh, no wonder he fucking loves it. Yeah. It probably, like, tastes like... like <laughs> My like guess would grow, be yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you grow up in a culture that has, like, a lot of, like, um, fermented and pickled foods, like, you like sour things and, like, umami things way more than people who grow up more on baked or fried foods. So, like, it's just, like, it's, yeah. Like, anyway, I'm like, oh, I can talk about food all day. (laughs) Did did you also notice in the egg scene where there was a large portion where they were just talking and, like, and, and so it was Riker, uh, Jordy, Data, and Worf. Uh And then you'd get two shots of some of them. 
Mm-hmm. But then Pulaski had to be on the other fucking <laughs> end of the room. I don't think I don't think any of them liked the actress Diana Muldoor. Like she had to shoot herself stuff later. That, like that's my theory. guess. I know she she does play Pulaski a little too convincing. Yeah, <laughs> like Canada, it's a yeah. little too natural. Yeah. yeah. That scene was so good. Also, like that wasn't enough eggs, like for everybody. But I I get I get it because like maybe he only got like the dozen or so mm. whatever. But like as he's scooping them up, he's like it's like these little teeny tiny like servings. I'm just like <laughs> it's scrambled eggs. Like fill half the plate and the other half is toast. That's how scrambled eggs work. <laughs> and he's just like here's this little tiny cup of eggs. <laughs> I think I think Data was even leery of it. I'm like yeah. Data, like this isn't gonna hurt you in any way, right. shape, or form. But he's looking around at everyone else. He's like, like maybe I don't gross. put this in my mouth. Like this he, could corrode my innards. <laughs> he's like Jordy is like. Ooh. And then, like, Pulaski's like, whoop. And then Worf is like, holy shit. And it's like, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> like that we get, like, just a chunk of, for the next episode, uh, character development for Riker. And I kind of wrote some alternate dialogue. Like, I never knew my mother. She died when I was very young. Kind of explains my relationship with women. Anyway, who wants some eggs? <laughs> yeah, he totally mentioned his dad. Yeah. yeah like, I, my dad made me cook because he hated it. And it's like... Huh, I wish I knew what was coming up at this point. <laughs> I, I wrote trauma dump on your friends. <laughs> Lol, but same. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know they're friends. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, Walker. Like, Pulaski might try to start something. They're all like, uh, no. Thank you. Yeah. Catherine, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think Pulaski's going to be invited to Riker's Quarters anytime soon. No. Not after this. Not no. that, now that he knows that he she could have been mom 2.0. <laughs> or or 1.0, which is my theory, but we'll get to that here in a bit. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I literally wasn't sure which Picard was which at the end. <laughs> Fair. I was like, somebody shot somebody. Yeah. I know one of them is dead, but I can't be certain it was, like, <laughs> our Picard. Might actually have been the Picard we were following along, because that would be the only thing that breaks the timeline up. The, so, the thing that really confused me is that when they were walking, when the two Picards were walking out of mm-hmm. sickbay, mm-hmm. our Picard was on audience right. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the Picard that gets shot in yeah. the bay. No, I think it was. So I'm just like... That's the only way to break the cycle, because that Picard would have to get into the shuttle to start the six-hour cycle again. Future Picard shoots uh-huh. current Picard. Yeah. It breaks the timeline, and everything goes right. back it, to the way like, it was. It hurts my head. Oh, I love that kind of stuff. Oh, I oh, didn't I love pick it. up on that at all. Yeah. It, it's a it's a little under the surface, and you have to like sit there and think about it for mm. as I, we I, have. I have just fe- recently finished reading um, the Southern Reach trilogy by Jeff Vandermeer, which is all about like doubles and like mushroom people and like aliens. <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's eh, it's a weird movie <laughs> or it's a weird uh, series. They did make a movie off of it. Um, but yeah, there's like literally a whole thing with like kill your double. And so I was like, I was like ready. <laughs> I was like, there's two cards. Which one's evil? Which one's filled with mushrooms? Like, <laughs> 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 like something's gonna happen. <laughs> you know, that would fit with like the uneasiness that I had about the whole second or the whole everything after the credits <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> was that 
it like I, I like the they're playing with like themes of like fate versus choice and like right. stuff like that in a weirdly religious way at one point. I was like, what are you doing, Star Trek? But it it wasn't hitting for me because it felt like Picard would know his own mind. He wouldn't have to question a double of himself to know what he would do. But here's the thing. It's it's when he's talking with that other Picard, there's so much fear in in about what was going to happen. What if he really what if it really was the what are we going to call him past Future Picard. future Picard yeah. had to kill current Picard because that dude was way too fearful. That's what happened. He doubted himself so right. much that that like, had the schism. Yeah, like that yeah. was what was creating it is the fact that the doubt had seeped in, but and that, that wasn't ex- the Picard we know. Our Picard is like sure about things. Worf even brings it up that it, in the Mobius, he, he they were in a Mobius loop, and the only way to do it, and, and it's almost a Buddhist sort of thing, like a Groundhog Day sort yeah. of lesson. Mm-hmm. You had to break the cycle in order to move forward. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. See, I until we had this conversation, I didn't even think of it yeah. that way. And huh. that's kind of neat. I think this show does that kind of story better later on. Yes. I think there wasn't a lot of story here because no. there's a lot of scenes of people looking <clears throat> at things. A lot of it motion was, picture type, t- yeah. type cuts. There was no there was, B-plot. No. It was just this. Yeah, you're and, right. and things where they were just wasting time. Like when Riker and Worf show up at the shuttle bay. They take a goddamn hour to read the signage on the shuttle. I'm like, you just didn't see that and go, five, five, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, literally the first thing is the camera shot pans over USS Enterprise, and I'm like, that's not going to clue you in? Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, what? 701? I ain't got glasses checked. And I'm like... My dude, yeah. the camera already Them eggs did... is fucking you up. <laughs> You're tripping balls on bad eggs. <laughs> it's like, stop eating reptile eggs. <laughs> this stuff is going to mess you up. Was Worf also tripping balls? Or was he just like... He ate more than anybody else. His and stomach like... was probably fine. Like, he can handle He's that high. kind of stuff. Oh, they're high. I'm going to play a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I, am I would do that too. Yeah, I am I high and I'm enjoying it. The rest of these people are not enjoying it. <laughs> what do you think, Z? You feel like you've got something to say? Um, why? Okay. They definitely have something to say. <laughs> I was right on the money. <laughs> why did they think that it was time travel and not a code or an error in the code? They were like, according to the star date, it's going to take place six hours from now. Like, okay, how do you know that it just didn't reset over midnight because you had a power surge or some shit? Well, they also have a double of Picard. I think they're willing to open their mind to that sort of thing. Like, I, I was, like, thinking um, alternate dimension, honestly. I was not thinking mm, yeah. either. And yeah. also, the way they describe the clock is not what actually is displayed on the clock. In those screens. Oh, is it? It's actually from a previous episode, like the the one with uh, I guess it was Contagion with the the uh, where the uh, Galaxy class ship blew up at the oh, beginning. Yeah. It's actually the tran- like the the metadata is pulled from that, and so yeah, <laughs> they think we wouldn't notice, but it's Star Trek. They weren't ready. Yeah, we, we, all, we definitely we noticed. Did. Yeah. Yeah. All four of us did. Yeah. Hey, hey, comrades. Yeah. Even yes. I noticed it and didn't just happen to read it on Memory Alpha, right? Right? right. 
something. I, look, I don't even know how to read the star date. They just say numbers, and I'm just like, that's a time, I guess. Yeah. Star dates make perfect sense in the Next Generation era. I, I think I just they make zero it. sense in in original right, series. Yeah. Yeah. In the 23rd century, they are nonsense. Maybe yes. like post recording, I'll have mm-hmm. you sit me down and explain to me because I have yet to figure it out. I can do it real quick. They do go in a vague chron. They they at least go chronologically. But by the time we're in Next Generation, in it's one. in chronological order. Uh, the first episode of the first season is roughly uh, start at four one uh, zero zero zero. Okay. The one's key. Season two starts at four two zero 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 zero. Season three four three. Okay. On and on and on. So like year forty two, year forty three of like whatever would be era. Pl- add that to four forty one. Okay. Do they have what's the hours? Is that that past the decimal point? That's where it gets a little <laughs> dicey. But if if you can extrapolate mm-hmm. that, uh, a thousand star dates is uh-huh. roughly a calendar year. Okay. Conversion okay. rate kind of goes from there. Okay. Yeah. I I think I'll probably still need a calculator. Oh yeah. <laughs> For a but you can tell roughly like <clears throat> later on, years on when they start talking when the star dates gets into the fives. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Uh, Voyager and Deep Space Nine and all those okay. other shows will move further onto it, but then you can kind of in in your head say, okay, it's got to be this year relative to the beginning of this era of okay. storytelling and that sort of thing. Mm, okay, so okay. they just kind of like went away with Earth years and are just keeping days. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, Z has questions. <laughs> so, so the internal clock bullshit. Right. How does that work with the star dates? That. Does it? Not exceptionally well. <laughs> but there's decimals on there, so that <clears throat> like but the decimals but, would be time or like the hours a, a or smaller something. Yeah. But but like Pulaski talks about like humans have this internal clock well, and Pulaski's full of shit. Let's I, go from that premise <laughs> first. I know, but everybody went along with it. And right. I was like Because they're waiting for her to retire. Have you ever worked with somebody that's right on the cusp of retirement and like, you know what, I can wait you out, lady. <laughs> yeah, but it's also fun to poke at them. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> or get them fired. Wait, what? <laughs> You're just their like, ruin their lives. No, I just couldn't. Maybe that was all the egg thing was. They were trying to poison her. <laughs> That's why they invited her. They're like, all right, guys. They knew Worf would be fine. And then Jordy's like, look, I will take one for the team. I, I've got a couple of weeks of sick leave saved up that I get to yes. use. I'm worthy up to it. Bitch, I'm it. already blind. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's cool, it's cool, everything's fine. I'm like, I need a week off anyway. <laughs> I just, this episode was... Yeah, the internal Thin. clock thing did not make sense to me either. My, I was just yes. like, I guess. My last comment was time travel for the sake of character development. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I had a philosophical kind of thing that made me happy at the moment, and now I'm kind of like, were you high when you wrote this? But <laughs> I was not, but Listen, maybe I should have been. I can confirm. That <laughs> 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 I, on the other hand. <laughs> no, I know I took my edible this episode. I definitely wasn't tripping. So yeah. much of Star Trek goes into that like pseudo, not like pseudo science, but like they're making up the science in a oh, lot of yeah. ways, which right. is fine because sometimes that catches up and we actually figure out how to do that. Right. But think- like this was like, let's just throw everything fake out there. Like like that internal yeah. clock thing, like when they're talking about like 
they're having a very like religious conversation yeah. at one in the conference room about if it's like going to happen. Then what like the you know, or they were talking about is that the one where they were talking about like intelligent design or like yeah, like if, if there's a, if mm-hmm. there's an intelligent some decision ma- I forget yeah. how they phrased it but like and I was just like whoa you guys need to just slow your roll yeah. maybe they're all tripping maybe that's what it was and they, they got really <gasps> introspective in that moment the last time that people in our our history was tripping balls on on stuff there was the witch trials which was also religiously motivated <laughs> oh no wait a minute Maybe not the last time. I mean, like as a very large collective. Oh, 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 like a collectively turn on balls and making yes. laws and rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I'll get, I'll get you. I'll get you. I'll get you. Yeah. There were some words in there that I chose not to use. <laughs> <laughs> that were key to the meaning of the sentence. Yeah. I, I picked up what you were stepping in. <laughs> we are. Which is a gross way to say that. <laughs> We are approaching our commercial time. Does anybody have anything else about Times Squared? Uh, Data's got phenomenal tractor beam aim. Beam aim. Well, that was yeah. fun to say. He, he a robot. He, he yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But it was it was like like right on right on point. He knows what like, he's doing. I was like, if you're to the yeah. <laughs> he was he was pretty good for somebody that might have been tripping balls. Oh, he actually didn't eat though. Yeah, he didn't eat never mind. Yeah. yeah. Then I wonder what he, he was just acting like he was stripping balls because he, wanted, he, he just wanted to be included. He, yeah, he was like, exactly. this must be a fun cultural phenomenon that I'm partaking in. Well, and he's read so much, he's just like, wow, sometimes like friends will get together to uh, alter themselves in a, in a psychedelically. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then it's like kind of like a shared communion fellowship kind of thing. Like, I want to do that too. <laughs> share in psychedelic communion with you guys. <laughs> we kind of did the other week. We got uh, stoned. I feel like you guys are going to love it when Dana gets his emotion chip. <laughs> I'm just goes... like making noises. I'm like so excited. I, I can't even verbalize oh, it's, it. It's not till Star Trek Generations though. He doesn't get until the movies. Yeah, yeah but but he gets like, like he, he he's, he's trying out like, we already had the episode where he's trying out humor, but this one he's like, He's like gone nuts without with with his like funny lines and stuff like it that. It overloads. And yeah, he, he it just gets... starts having an emotional breakdown. <laughs> yeah, me too, oh, buddy. <laughs> now you really are a person. Like you know? that's a, that's where we're at. Dana may be more human than all of us. <laughs> he kind of really is. Like, there's a lot of stuff I'm just like that. It me. Huh? <laughs> I'm like because he, he has that perfect like anxious, socially awkward thing. And I'm mm. just like, yeah, that me, buddy. Yeah. That me. <laughs> He's like, I wish I was a real person. Like, me too, buddy. I wish I was a real person too. <laughs> Don't tell my boss. They might fire me. Yeah. Anything else about Times Squared before we move on? It was weird and messy. Weird and messy, but th- my big problem was that I like weird and messy, especially with time travel stuff. It was just thin. There wasn't... Yeah. yeah. There was maybe 15 minutes of story just flattened out into a very thin 45-minute pace. And, like, they, they wanted to go the time travel route, but, like... They also kind of halfway went into like a alternate universe type of situation because, mm-hmm. yeah. like, when they're trying to figure out how to power on the shuttle, they had to like reverse polarity or whatever yeah. on it. I was like, so that that's doesn't what, make any sense. That's what made me think it was an alternate dimension. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, so it's I, like, oh, it's from backwards land where positive is negative. <laughs> In, but no. In a little bit, they'll try this Mobius kind of construction again. 
but it'll be much better, and it's a classic. But that might be because Dr. Crusher's the one who figures it all out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like um, it. this was, like, first or second drafty. Like, there was a lot of stuff that I was like, you could have probably fixed this and cleaned it up. Well, I mean, it's a writer's strike season. It almost feels like... Season yeah, two was a writer's strike yeah. season? Uh, it, it, <laughs> that makes sense. That's why the season premiere was just a polished off... Uh, Kirk and Spock story <clears throat> from Phase Two when the motion picture was going to be a show and yeah and and, then, well, and why the, the final episode is a clip show <laughs> yeah clip shows coming um, uh, you don't know what clip show means like when, like when characters on a show say hey remember the time that and boo and they cut two previous clips of but it's like previous yeah. scenes from the show so they're just putting together scenes you've yes. already seen they, yeah boo yeah. Correct reaction. does a clip show, you know that either everyone got real drunk at the holiday party <laughs> and ran out of the time to actually make a real episode, or B, a lot of people just striked and, and walked out. <laughs> or on a show like this, they ran out of money. Or yeah. they ran out of money. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like, okay, that's clearly only seven minutes of actual new content, and everything else is just yeah. recycled from their library. Yes. Commercial break! <laughs> On the next Mori Povich, Catherine Pulaski, you are the mother! The messages of social enlightenment. Black Lives Matter. Yeah! Get vaccinated, because that means when you do get COVID, it's not as bad as it could be. It's true. This message from the <laughs> is broken. Uh, previous to this episode, we had a 25% infection rate. Now, cold 100. <laughs> yep. Woo! Still wearing a mask, folks. <laughs> we, did, we did not make each other... No, no we didn't get it from each other. We just happened to get it at the same time. Did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were like two days ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, complete and unrelated. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. he was two days got, ahead of me. Then I got it. Then you was like, you oh, guess what? I'm joining the club. You were got you guys got exposed on Thursday, mm-hmm. and I got exposed on like Sunday. So like wow. you know, three ish mm-hmm. days later. Yeah, so two totally separate things, and so we <laughs> sick at the same time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, keep wearing the masks. Yeah. Vaccinate as fully as possible. Uh, For sure. And new vaccines are gonna or the the new boost will yeah. come out soon yeah. so those it, are exciting it is possible to resume something approaching normal life with those precautions oh yeah. yes and but if you don't then this is gonna take forever <laughs> I, I was actually talking to a kid the other day and it's just like does your mom make you wear shoes when you go outside yes okay that's what the masks are like it's so like you wear shoes outside so you don't step on something sharp or step on a bee and get stung in your foot yeah and you wear masks to make sure that when you're talking to other people and stuff like that, when you're really close to other people, that you don't get sick. That's, that's just, it's just like shoes. It's just like shoes. Shoes for your face. Shoes, shoes for, for your face. face. Yeah. And just like you can take shoes off, you know, at home, you, take, you, know, you don't have to wear a mask all the time. Just just when you need it. Uh, Any other messages of social enlightenment? Water is life. Yeah. Yeah. Trans lives matter and trans people exist and you should either affirm them or leave them alone. Here. Two choices. <laughs> Stop Asian hate. Yeah. People are people. They're not tests. They're not messages sent to you by God or whatever. People are people. Stop dehumanizing us. And, and, and because scenario A is not your life experience, doesn't mean that it must be eliminated. <sighs> yeah.
Yeah. Your yeah. experience is not universal. Right. Oh, yeah. Be kind to each other for the love of God before I go Hannibal Lecter on your ass. Which brings us to if you enjoy <laughs> other word mouthusements on our uh, audible range. Then you might enjoy uh, the other fine podcasts at partyapocalypse.com, including Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter. We also have uh, Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna, Kenzie, and Debbie, and myself. And more fun things at the podcast on the, on the website, including books, blogs, movie reviews, the fourth wall in its entirety, and as the myth turns in its entirety. Eris is waving me off. No plugs. No plugs for Eris. Z! <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Do you have anything to plug? Uh, sure. I have a TikTok. It's at underscore. It's just Z underscore. Excellent. Anything else? Nope. Moon on love of my life. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> we'll go back to our episode. <laughs> the Icarus Factor. Yeah. <laughs> Paramount Plus's description: uh, Riker's long-lost father reappears on the eve of his departure to become captain of a new starship. Do we want to talk about the construction of that sentence and how I'm not sure who's leaving? Right, and that's bad editing. Right it's there. bad. It's bad. It's bad. You know, the, when I saw the title Icarus Factor, when I just saw yep. the episode name, I really thought this was about Wesley. And I was kind of pleasantly surprised that it was actually about Riker. I was like, yeah. oh, Riker and a little bit about Worf. And a little bit about Worf, yeah. I, honestly, this was a very solidly constructed episode. Like, right. It's not off. bad. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. there's some weirdness in it, like the Ambo Jitsu and uh, John Tesh's cameo at the end. Yeah. Um, everybody's just gonna let that one go on. <laughs> I don't know who the hell he's talking about. John Tesh. John Tesh. He's one of the Klingons in the Gauntlet. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. The oldies are, are, yeah. Us olds are gonna reminisce. Yeah. He was, what was it? Uh, Entertainment Tonight. He was the host of Entertainment Tonight for a number of years, and he was a really, like, obnoxious jazz musician for years. Like two and a half years younger. There's a line of demarcation. Yeah, like the John Tesh era. He's much older than he is. (laughs) I would argue with that, but it's it's fundamentally true. (laughs) (laughs) It's unassailable truthfulness, cannot be. uh, Younger. Than I, than, than and I'm exactly kid. the opposite. Yeah, yeah you're an old I think man. If, if you if you met us, just without context, who would you say was older? You. Yeah. 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 She's four years older than me. Yeah. yeah. See, I knew that, but also <laughs> right. But and apparently, yeah. I'm a solid ten years younger than I actually am. Yeah. <laughs> hey, me too. Yeah. All my, all my teens are like, but you're like only twenty five, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, you're so. Be like, at, at 10. Okay. I haven't been accused of being 25 since I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so so much so, like, I have a hard time, like, when I first met his family and stuff, when we first got together, and they would, like, tell stories about when he was a kid, I literally imagined young Mac looking exactly like he does now, <laughs> buttoned-up shirt, full beard, <laughs> just being about this tall. <laughs> Like Colin Robinson. (laughs) Yes. I got that right. Oh, what we do in the shadows? I'm going to force you to watch it. (laughs) I think you'd like it. it, What is it? What we do in the shadows? Oh, I think Haley has suggested that to me. Mm -hmm. It's a a real life documentary. The Office, but with vampires. Vampires. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm into it. That live no, in a not. house together in Staten Island. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because the rent is so high. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> We've recommended For All Mankind, uh, what we do in the Shadows, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess Star Trek on some level. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek. It's pretty good sometimes. Yeah, it can um, be. Uh, but, go ahead. Okay, so back to the episode. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get us back on track. Uh, I... Sorry, go ahead. You you brought us back. Go ahead. I, so, okay. I really like the writing of this. I like the theming, Construction. The, the construction. The construction. Yeah, the, there the actual content, kind of I don't know if I'm on board with 100%. Yeah. I like how so much of this was like dealing with childhood or family trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just like, because you have the thing with warp. Also, weirdly, the total, like, the foil of that was, like, Wesley. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with the fact that, like, Worf was being a snot. Excuse me. Worf was being a snot. And Wesley, instead of, like, most teenagers, most young adults, most middle-aged adults, <laughs> if they get shouted at, they're like, I must have done something wrong. It's Worf hates me. And he was or... like, oh, Worf must be having a bad day. Let's figure it out. Like, I was like... He's like, I want to make this better for him. Also, if somebody like, shouts it, it's, it's either, oh, that bitch is dead to me. Right? Or, <laughs> I must have done something wrong. It's never, what's wrong? Right? Like, yeah. he handled it in the most emotionally mature and intelligent way a human being could possibly handle that. And I was like, I bet you that's because of his mom. No, it's because of the haircut. He became a baby lesbian in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. I also love how Jordy and Data are totally fine just dropping their jobs for the day to help Wesley figure this out. And my Listen. favorite part is Data, his very first instinct was to experiment on his friends. He's like, we need to collect some observational data. We need to formulate a hypothesis. And I'm like, all right. Was it, was Apparently it we don't have to do anything in engineering today. Was it Data or was it Jordy that was just like, well, of course Wesley manipulated us. Like, studying? Like, <laughs> you're like, you fell for that? Like, I did it. I just went along with it because I wanted to be here. <laughs> like, Jordy and Data are this season's chaos twins. Yes. In, in the original series, it was it was Chekhov and Sulu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this time, it's Jordy and Data. And, and they're I great together. And I love, was it O'Brien that just was along for the ride later? He's like, all right, I guess I'll show up to this thing. In Deep Space Nine, he is one half of the Chaos Twins on that show. <laughs> he gets his own best friend and they get yep. into shenanigans. Yay! I do have a soft spot for O'Brien. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm O'Brien. I'm O'Brien more and more every Deep Space episode. Nine. He's the chief engineer on Deep Space Nine. Oh, good for him. He gets a promotion and yeah. yeah. I have a lot of feelings all of the no, well, you know what? Almost all of them bad <laughs> about Riker's daddy. Oh, okay. Yes. I was like, I liked this episode. No, no, no. Yeah, like, I like. I, I enjoyed this episode. Yeah. It, it took me an hour to get to this episode. The blind because, jousting. Okay, listen. Uh-oh. That's not part of the episode. Um, they could have just been having that conversation over some coffee. Right. Not also, screaming at each other with it, weird vibrating sticks. If you really want to go going... for, like, the weird barbaric thing, like, just have them, like, box. Yeah. Yeah. There so was that, that wouldn't, have been, that wouldn't have been Star Trek. Yeah. There was one point they were swinging their, their like, lightsaber broom thingies, uh-huh. and they were, like, looking at... It's called a penis, Z. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, 
like what I said then. <laughs> <laughs> I was suddenly thinking about like, oh, a lightsaber mop. That's like a great combination. Like, <laughs> functional. You can also kill someone. You like, on my like, wet floor. <laughs> It's easy, like, I kill you, I clean it up. Why did the Jedi think of that? <laughs> but there, there was one point they were, like, circling the outside of it, like, back to back, looking outside the thing, like, they expected each other to come from outside the <laughs> ring. I was like, y'all, like, have you ever, <laughs> I just, I just want to know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to ask, but I want to know. <laughs> also, I just, like, I had a whole 30 minute argument with myself in the car on the way to work about that scene because I was like, listen, when, okay, I'm sorry, I'm going to be jumping to another show, but when Hannibal Lecter speaks another language like Japanese or Italian or French, you have the idea that that character is like, oh, speaks that language, maybe like, like lived in Europe. His aunt was Japanese. She taught him Japanese. So like you have aunt girlfriend, aunt, aunt yeah. weird girlfriend, yeah. that was weird. but yeah, but when they spoke Japanese, it was like, oh, you memorized three or four phrases from this <laughs> dumb, fake, like, yeah. kind of, like, like, martial art kind of thing that's vaguely Japanese. It just felt really icky. Because, like, the Yoroshiku no Gaishimasu, which they pronounce wrong every single time, means nice to meet you. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> that's what that means. It's It's got to be it some means... kind of, like, symbolic, like, I right. see you on the battlefield. Just like, nice it can kind of, like, 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 like <laughs> that there might be a Japanese martial art in existence that uses Yoroshiku and Anishimas to begin with. Don't make one up. It, uh, <laughs> I, my, also, Mata, I'm like, I, I might need to double check that, but, like, that usually means later. <laughs> It's nice to meet you later. Later. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> kick your ass. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, John Muthana is like, oh, I'll see you later. <laughs> like, that's like, and people use it as like a, yeah, sup, later, later, you later, yo. Like, it's like an ender for like a conversation. Hmm. And I'm like, well, like, maybe it was supposed to be like, listen, I don't know why I'm like apologetically being like, maybe this is what the, what's going on. <laughs> but also, maybe this is what's going on. If we lift out the Ambo Jetsu, it's a good episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My yeah. comment was, this was some real shitty martial arts. <laughs> One of my many comments. I had a lot to say on this episode. It took me an hour to get through this because I kept pausing it. At one, point, at one point, Riker said, you should have been the one to die, not her. And I said, damn, hold on, Riker, I can't write that face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like, like, okay, so I'm going through the episode, right? And I'm like, oh, this is like, this is daddy and son issues, which is like, nor- like that's my bread and butter. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, watch, let's watch these guys like figure it out, you know? When he says, I gave you 13 years, what more did you want from me? Knowing that he left Riker when Riker was 15 years old. Yeah, so he didn't give <laughs> him two years before that. Yeah, like, so like, cause he... like, like, I, I, I think, think it was, it was 13 after your mother died. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. then, cause like, he left Riker alone. Yeah. At 15. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, okay, at that point, I was like, <clears throat> well, Kick your dad's ass. Yeah, there was, <laughs> was one point he said, this fight is all we have. And I was like, goals. <laughs> but also, that's rude. <laughs> oh my, my, my favorite line in the whole episode was actually O'Brien's when 
Pulaski greets Elder Riker with, you know, lots of affection. And Riker's trying to be all like, they just know each other. And O'Brien's like, I know her too. She doesn't greet me like that. He's like, thank Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, O'Brien. Face facts. Those two have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy Riker has got a lot of issues. Like, that's developed in the show. But Pulaski likes him, so he needs to be. He needs to yeah, no, that's just. Stepping. Like, that automatically, he's suspect. Also, like... I, I put, of course, Pulaski and Riker's dad, bang! <laughs> also, like, I have even more opinions about Pulaski now, because, like, she's talking about basically, like, how she fell in love with his dad, and was just like, he um, was the only one that survived! First of all, where are your morals? <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, boundaries who? <laughs> like, it never came up that you banged my father? Okay, thank you. I have I have this written down. I was gonna ask if somebody could illuminate it. I said, Pulaski, don't give me that. It never came up. Bullshit. That's what she had said. She was like, Oh, it never came up that I totally corkscrewed your dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like I that's totally, weird. That's a weird working relationship. Cause like this is a coworker. This isn't someone you met at a party. This isn't somebody you meet at a weird family reunion. They were like, like in that. love. It wasn't just yeah. like some random thing yeah. that maybe this she didn't even know his name. Doctor. Which this is your literal doctor. <laughs> and then she comes up and like, oh yeah, it never came up that like I porked your dad on the down low <laughs> for years. And not only did his dad come up in the previous episode when he was cooking the goddamn eggs. That <laughs> <laughs> literally just came yeah, up did. last week. Yeah, your dad yeah. made me cook for him too because he hates cooking. What now? Yeah, I'm going to recuse myself because as your doctor, I should have let you know that. And be like, yeah. what the fuck, lady? <sighs> now, we've had a lot of fun about the idea that Pulaski might actually be Riker's mother. Yeah. But <laughs> given all the information available, I think there's a stronger case at this point in the show that Pulaski's Riker's mom than Picard is Wesley's dad. Oh, yeah. Mm. Easily. Oh, no, no. Picard and is Wesley's spiritual right. father, but not actual dad. In yeah. the fandom at this point, there was an ongoing theory True. that Picard was actually Wesley's father. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. But Pulaski could be Riker's oh, yeah. mom. <laughs> yeah. Based on her reaction and the dad's reaction to literally everything in their backstory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say that's pretty solid. That's mm -hmm. a solid, solid theory. Um, yeah, so, like, fuck Riker's dad. Yeah. Fuck Pulaski. Yep. Um, Will deserves the just to give them both the middle finger and be like, get out of my life. I'm, and they do. Yeah. yeah. To their credit, in about 12 episodes, Pulaski's gone, and we never hear from his dad again, so Woo. everything's a-okay. <laughs> I was really irritated by the ending. I, I was here for this episode all the way through... The martial arts, I was like, all right, this feels a little original series Kirkish. Sure. <laughs> but I'll keep going. And then, and then, Riker doesn't even technically win. And he's like, it's all good, Dad, because you cheated and I caught you. I was like, no, you better punch that man in his face. <laughs> yeah. You better, you better, you better and make sure he can't have no more kids. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was irritated for him. I was like, right. listen, you don't be mad, but I'm going to be mad. So, yeah. Yeah. You're right. <sighs> yeah. I am glad about the choice that Riker because oh, the little hug that he shares with Deanna. Uh, Which she was I, like, does this make you sad? I was like, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, 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 me too. I was just like, and the little pat like on her yes. hair. I was like, oh. That was some A plus I, acting. I made noises that worried my husband. <laughs> he was like, are you getting COVID again? Be like, no, I just watched an episode. It's fine. I did 
just want Riker and Deanna to be together. <laughs> Uh, but I didn't like the little Deanna Pulaski bonding moment. Okay, when so like, when she was like, "They're they're children, and that's why they're charming." I was like, Ugh, "Gross!" First of all, bleh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, like that always seems so forced to me. Um, I actually really liked like the the two seconds we have of Picard in this episode where he's like, "Do you want me to break it down real crudely to you?" <laughs> and Will's just like, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> We're I, like, "Look." This is the bomb-ass ship, but you're second in command. They're going to promote you. You'll be command, and the ass end of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be in command. Uh, and I was like, I'm really, I'm going really, like, to kill my dad with that. Yes. <laughs> I feel like he was pushing that kind of hard. And then in the end, he was like, permission to come on board or whatever, and or sit down or whatever. And Picard was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, you. Let him sit down a little quickly for how hard he was pushing for him to leave. Yeah. Well, I think I don't know. Yeah. There is something. I, I think he would want him to to stay, but objectively knew that taking the captaincy would be good for his career. He, yeah. I, I think like, and it's a little fanon to you know mm. headcanon to read it, but I think that's how Picard got his start in in a rickety old ship. Mm-hmm. on the ass end of space so he's like this This is the next thing you need mm-hmm. but I like you and I like how we're becoming right. a gang so if you really want to stay but you gotta want to stay <laughs> then yeah. I'd be happy to have you yeah, yeah. okay yeah cause I I, I kind of okay. picked up like Riker like the the first episode like establishes that Riker like wants to be captain someday like he's, he's second in command he's like you know but like that's his goal is eventually he wants to have one of these ships so I think it's kind of like, but it's I'm your boss, yeah. but at the same time, like we're friends, and it's just like I know that you want my chair someday. So mm-hmm. like, this is a good place to get to get to get there. Like that's your next step in the career. Yeah, like it'd be real cool. You get I, to be in career. It's not the last time that this issue will come up, and yeah. I think it's part of the evolution of Riker that he likes this mm. where he is mm. in life right now. I I. On a cerebral level, I understand exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. but also I didn't get that vibe. It okay. felt like Picard I, I, fell right. off in this episode. I think okay, it, it's one of those things that if you've watched all the show and you come back to this moment, that's how you, you can't help but read it mm. based on mm. everything else that happens afterwards. Yeah. Mm. But no, I, I hear in the context yeah. of this episode, it is a little yeah. like go stay, go stay, yeah. go stay, go stay, go stay, go stay, go stay. Yeah. But then all it all it took was his dad being like congratulations on your promotion son and Riker's like fuck that shit I don't now yes to be fair uh, rejecting promotions is my love language so uh, <laughs> that's something it's, it's the thing about Kirk that you find the most relatable most relatable yeah yeah, yeah. indeed anything else about the Icarus factor because we are out of time uh, the guy who played Riker's dad was the runner-up to get the role of Jean-Luc Picard. Oh, really? At the beginning of all he, this. He also plays Greg's, Greg's dad, dad on Dharma and Greg. And oh. the uh, nefarious Dr. Wynn in Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. <laughs> okay. Good for him. Right. <laughs> I also don't go here. He would not have been a very good Picard. Mm. He's a perfectly fine actor. Did well, this assignment <clears throat> exactly the way it was written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Patrick Stewart is Picard. I have an, just one note, oh, Data, and I'm not sure where it's from. Oh, Data. <laughs> in, in what relation to your other notes is it? Uh, it's right after whatever happened to John Tesh. You never hear anything about him anymore. <laughs> he apparently still has a radio show. Good for him. 
And right before, like, I know this is all going to end in a round of blindfolded jousting, but it's going to feel like a real left turn, and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I was like, let me see where that would be in conjunction with my... Nope. Nope, nothing. <laughs> I liked that even the B-plot was more therapy stuff. Like, yeah, I, I really like this episode because it was so character development uh-huh. like... That that's my bread and butter in general. Sure. But also, like, I really feel like this episode should have come earlier because I feel like yeah. I would have been more attached to the crew Probably. earlier on. Like, I felt like it has kind of taken me a little bit to get yeah. into this. Like, like I know I like this person. I know I like this person. But like, I like wasn't bonded with them, and I feel like this episode really gave me that opportunity. They're kind of to together like, as a family. Yeah. 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 And like, like I feel like it was like last episode that was really starting to kick it for me, and then this one was just like, oh. They're they're friends. They're family. They know each other really well. They had there was some really great like individual scenes, like the yeah. mm-hmm. Troy and Riker scene where she, she they yeah. like she talks about her feelings and stuff. And yeah. because I don't know, it just yeah, I really uh, liked this episode. Yeah. Like all joking yeah. aside, it was no, a good episode. I, and the way, where I have some reservation about it, it's kind of the same thing that we did when we talked about the episode where Riker goes to the Klingon ship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were very effusive about that. Yes. And I said, yeah, but it just seems like a half measure, like. You're responding to all these things, and they're going to do that stuff so much more in in such m- m- larger ways mm. as the show goes. Where I'm like, yeah, I guess this episode has those embryos of of what's to come. But I hear what you I hear what you're saying. Smell when I'm stepping in. Yeah, and it's going it's going to get even better. <laughs> like I think they're going to realize that's what works about the show yes. and build on that. Uh-huh. They just got to get rid of that bitchy aunt that hangs around all the time. Ooh, wow. Once you once you kick her off the show, everything's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Riker finds out that she really is his mom and is like, get her the fuck off this shit. <laughs> so my entire childhood was alive. <laughs> I might not be an orphan anymore, but that can change. <laughs> <laughs> and Bujetsu time. He just has like a random shotgun for no fucking reason. <laughs> I mean, Kirk randomly shot some guy out into space by pushing a button. What's to say Riker didn't accidentally just disappear Pulaski at some point? I saw this <laughs> meme that was like Riker leaning back against one of the command panels. And somebody was like, that's a touch screen! It's funny. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, sorry, that was like a button dial. <laughs> yeah. the airlock. I and bu- she went. I butt Oh, Riker. But <laughs> <laughs> or he, he got really months. close with O'Brien for a minute and he just accidentally transported her off the ship. Yeah. <laughs> I guess she's in space somewhere. I don't know. I'm sorry, Captain. It's a malfunction. <laughs> we, got it, we got it all cleaned up. It'll never happen again. But, ooh, what a tragedy. <laughs> I guess we got to call Crusher back, huh? <laughs> Damn. Darn it. <laughs> uh, next time, your away team will continue with season two with Pen Pals, where Data gets a friend. And Q-Who, a pulaski hour where the big bad of the series finally makes their bow, and also Q is there. <laughs> so, we'll talk to you then. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!